Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For great customer service and a free home survey, call 0800 233 Let's go! So Celtic get their first points in the Champions League 2023. What a performance last night, 2-2 with Atletico Madrid. Andy Walker, how good was that performance, especially the first 45 minutes? Yeah, it's one of the best games I've seen for a long time and I doubt you'll see a better goal than Celtic's first. That uh, interplay with Kyogo, and uh, Matt O'Reilly I don't think you'll see a better goal in Europe this week it was really great stuff to watch the atmosphere was electric they were scintillating Mark Wendley especially that first 45 minutes but then to hold out they went to 2-2 as we know Morata's header and they were down to 10 men but Celtic did well were they hanging on later on or could they have made it 3-2? Well, I think when, when Atletico go down to 10 men it's, it's there for Celtic to go and try and win the game Paul but I think by that point they'd given their absolute all um, you know the, because of Hitati's early injury he was forced to make a change that used up one of the subs but, but over the piece over that 90 minutes um, fantastic absolutely fantastic from Celtic a credit to themselves the first goal is just wonderful uh, a real pleasure to watch watch it time and time again bigger picture still bottom of the table Paul one point from three um, it's not good enough but that 90 minutes in isolation last night absolutely first class How good Andy? Put it in perspective you've played with Celtic you've watched them for years how good was last night? Well it took you back to those days under Martin O'Neill when you had Larson and Sutton and John Hartson and Alan Thompson and Celtic were getting regular uh, big results in Europe especially in Glasgow I know that Celtic have lost that over the last number of years but last night, I just thought it was a, a really great performance against, it has to be said, a, a smashing team. In my view, they'll finish top of the group. In Griezmann, they had a guy whose touch was just sensational. And um, I think what they had was a, a step up in class after the halftime. And Celtic struggled to, to match that. And uh, I thought they did well in the end to get a point. Yeah, I thought it was a terrific performance, especially the first 45 minutes, the quality of our football, the speed in our pressing, the speed in our game, uh, everything that we, we would want. So um, we were unfortunate with our penalty. Obviously, one, it was it was very harsh, I thought the penalty, and two, obviously they get the, the good fortune after the save, it hits the post and comes straight to the player. So, uh, but, um, but our reaction in the game was, was superb and... Um, Everything that I'd want to, in terms of playing together, pressing with the intensity and and a really aggressive mentality, and then having the courage and the bravery to play, and um, yeah, so it was very, very good. What we expect in the second half for them to have a, a spell in the game, but they didn't create so much. Their their equalising goals are fantastic. You know, it's quality at this level. The, the early cross and the, the header and. It's it's a great finish, but we um, we kept fighting and uh, we showed that we could really compete with a with a top level team. Can they still qualify third spot? It's going to be tough, Andy, isn't it? But uh, and they're off to Madrid next up in a couple of weeks. 
Yeah, and I think they need to hope that uh, Feyenoord are doing them a turn and beat Lazio. Lazio, the team that they could they could catch. I know that uh, they've already lost to them at home, but that's the only one I think you're 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 looking at. Obviously, you do want to leave it um, too late, and um, it's going to be a tall order now to even get third place. But you know, it's a it, under um, Brendan Rodgers. It's a team that are learning. Um, but it's still it's no consolation to the Celtic support who are just desperate for better results in Europe. Um, they they've played well in the three games, but one point to show for it, it's it's been really tough. And the, they of course they lost early on. Hatate, any word on him last night? Too early to say. It looked like he it was a hamstring, but uh, but we'll see how that is. And Bernardo came on, did well, Mark. Yeah, but that was yeah. a blow to lose Atati. Who? Yeah, it was. You know, it's the it's the heart of the team, and him, McGregor, and O'Reilly uh, operate very, very well together. They know each other's games inside out. They build up an excellent relationship over the past uh, year or so. Um, but yeah, certainly, Bernardo's got a, got a presence, Paul. Uh, I like the look the look of him. Actually, reminds me very much of um, O'Reilly. He's kind of height and he's um, he's stature. But yeah, a, lo- a lot of plus points for Celtic last night. The, the, the negative is that when you look at the big picture, where they are situated, it's again another game without a victory in Europe. But when you look at that ninety minutes, there is no doubt there's been progress. They're taking chances, for example, now that they've only taken last season. Last season, Kogo was missing sitters in the Champions League. Lacked a bit of composure. Inside the box this season, look at it. Look at his pass, his movement. O'Reilly's one touch through ball, and then just to clip it um, over All Black. So you can see definite signs of improvement compared to to last year. But it's just it's just going to get that first victory to make to make them really competitive to avoid finishing um, bottom place. I think third place, unless they can pull something extraordinary out the bag, whether that be in Madrid or Rome. Um, but it could well be that they'll get into the last game at home to Feyenoord with nothing to play for. I, I fear that might be the scenario. Manager said you can see the confidence that they had last night. Yeah, no, the, the football was great. I think both goals were were very, very good. The, the players, yeah, they, they'll take that confidence and they're just going to get better and better uh, at the level. So, um, like I said, you, you come into a game like this, you've got to believe and you've got to learn. And what was important for us that we got a result as well as a performance. So really, really pleased with the performance. We get the result because we need to get some points on the board. We want all three, but if you can't win the game, then certainly don't lose it. And I didn't think we'd look like losing the game. They, they didn't have so many chances in the game if you actually look at it, despite the real quality that they have. But no, I, uh, I can see development for sure. OK, if you were at the game last night, give us a call. Andy Walker is here, the former Celtic and Scotland striker. Mark Guidi. 0808 17 17 700 the penalty and the home support you obviously think surely not what did you feel though overall yeah soft penalty but yeah. it's still a penalty yeah. I, it, as soon as it happened I immediately thought uh, that will be given and to be fair to the referee he gave it immediately it's never going to be be overturned that would just be a difference of opinion which uh, you know VAR is not used for and um, yeah Joe Hart ever so unlucky that it fell back to Griezmann but uh, I thought some of Celtic's play was just terrific. I've spoken about the first goal, even the second goal, the pass from Greg Taylor into Maida was just tremendous. And uh, to see Liam Scales uh, playing at that level and being so comfortable, you know, last season I'm watching him at lo- on loan at Aberdeen and wondering whether he had a future at Celtic. He's been given an opportunity and my goodness, he's taken it. He sure has. Yeah. Eight, nine out of ten. Oh, he's been great. He's yeah. part of that Aberdeen team that lost to Davo. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, quite incredible. Um, but you look at him, and, and right. I think yeah. that's just another point uh, where you've got to give credit to Brendan Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Whether it's down to sheer coaching, whether it's down to man management, an arm round the shoulder, giving them that self uh, belief. But clearly, Brendan Rodgers um, initially has been forced to play him because of injuries, and then thought, oh, I can actually see something. This guy, this guy might be what he does a turn. I'm going to work with him, I'm going to give him my time and effort. And if he's going to give me that time and effort back and a willingness to learn, we might have something here. And clearly, it's been a really good relationship. And, and it's, I think it's always great to see something like that, Paul. You know, mm-hmm. it's a great story, you know, for someone who was probably going to go back and loan to Aberdeen because of the injuries Barry Robson had to wait. And then the, the injury situation meant there was no way he was going to be allowed uh, to leave. And he's kicked on. And right now, by a distance, he is the, the number one choice left central defender. Manager was asked about the the group itself and the fact that they're bottom yet with one point. Well, I'm only focused on, on ourselves. We've got three more games to go. I think we've showed that we can perform uh, in the games and uh, you know we, we go into another three after this here and, and just to get as many points as we possibly can and see where it takes us. You can understand that, Andy, can't you? That he wanted to focus on last night and the way they played compared to, well, even last season. Yeah. Well, every Celtic supporter will will focus on the three games that they've played in the Champions League and, and maybe just opportunities missed to pick up mm. a few points. You know, the first game there was a bit of naivety and going down to nine men, you were never going to recover from that. The home game against Lazio where you thought, yeah, there's a good level of performance, but still that sucker punch at the end, instead of a point, you come away with absolutely nothing. And it's a... It's a really brutal environment because uh, the less the lessons are are really harsh, and um, I can't see them getting anything in Madrid when they go for this uh, return match with uh, Atletico. I was really impressed with them, and it was the fact that Celtic lived with them for so long, coped with them for so long, put them under pressure. For uh, for spells, that was the impressive thing for me. Celtic fans, give us a call. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. Groupie Feyenoord after the first three are on six points. Atletico on five. Lazio on four, and Celtic on one point. Great performance and win by Feyenoord last night. What three one wasn't it? Rangers in action in half an hour's time. Of course, Rangers in the Europa League against Sparta Prague. Mark, you've had first look at the Rangers team and, well, we knew that Barisic was doubtful. Is he out? Yeah, uh, Barisic is out and, and it's uh, Ben Davis the left hand side. Paul, it, it, it could be flexible. It, it, it's, I think it's going to be 4-2-3-1, but there is a suggestion that it's 3-4-2-1. However, mm-hmm. we'll go with the 4-2-3-1. Butland in goals at the back, Tavernier, Goldson, Suter and Davies in it left back, holding to Raskin and Lindstrom. And then it's Cantwell, Lammers and Seema in behind uh, Dessers. The alternative to that is it's Goldson, Sutton, Davis as a back three, Tavernier and Seema as your two wing-backs, Raskin and Lundstrom, your two holders, and uh, Cantwell and uh, Lammers off Dessers. But I suspect it'll be a back four with Davis operating in uh, Barisic's position. What are you thinking, Andy? The other game is on later, Aris against Real Betis. Rangers, of course, having beaten Betis, but losing in Aris. The, The table group C, Europa League, Sparta Prague on three, along with Aris Limassol, and Rangers uh, and Real Betis everyone on Unusual. three points so yeah. you know still a, a chance for Rangers to kick on yeah. they, they need a big result and a big result wouldn't come much bigger than this one I know that there's a bit of history between the, the, the two clubs which is um, yeah. uh, not the best with hopefully the, we don't see that yeah the with racist. the racial yeah. problems yeah. but 
you know, if Rangers can win over there tonight, they're in, in box seat for the to qualify from the group. Let's hear a bit from Philippe Clement, his first, his second game in charge at Rangers, first European action. It's, of course, it's good to have experience in that way uh, and to know uh, what are the important things in these evenings. Uh, it's also somebody, uh, evenings that I like, that I love, all the vibe around European games, also coming in different places, different stadiums. I had also a really good feeling today when I, I came on the pitch. I just said it to Todd. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't remember, but uh, when I came in the stadium, I recognized the stadium because more than 20 years ago, we qualified here with Belgium for uh, World Cup 2002. So those things give some, something special on evenings like that. Mark, Rangers would expect to qualify from this group. Yeah, uh, absolutely, Paul. That should be the target that's well within uh, their graphs, you know, considering that I would imagine Real Betis may well top that group and Rangers have, have taken three points from them. Um, Ibrox, which was a big result under Michael Beale. Uh, it was a sore one um, in Cyprus uh, two or three weeks ago. Hell of a performance. Uh, really, really poor. And now, I've said it Monday night, Paul, if Rangers can come away from Prague, which will be a difficult game tonight. They're a more than decent side. If Rangers can get a point tonight, I think that's a really good result. The manager was asked, what's his expectation from the team this evening? Like I said, you can keep on talking about that and being negative about that. Then somebody else needs to step in and, and do the job for the team. So I expect everybody to attack together, to defend together, to move together. So um, this position also, you have different things to do. So attacking, defending, it's the same with, with midfielders. They're sometimes attackers, they're sometimes defenders. So I want that mindset for my players and, and that somebody steps in, maybe in a, in a different way than he did before, but do the job. Andy, they obviously played really well at the weekend uh, against Hearts, against Hibs. Um, it's a very different game tonight, but what do you take from the weekend? Well, just uh, uh, I did think when Philippe Clement came in that uh, there would be an uplift in Rangers. Uh, certainly the result was a good one because it was convincing. Uh, there was never any doubt, even at half-time. I'm sure the the stats will tell you they were running a bit more. So I, I think you've got a group of players that are wanting to impress this new manager. And Mark's right, managers do make a difference. They can improve players. Um and I think there's a lot of improvement to come. There has to be, because whatever you think of the Rangers board, they gave Michael Beale a yeah. bit of money, they invested in a lot of players. None of them have shown themselves to be capable of being a game-changer other than Jack Butland. Mm -hmm. So the challenges are there, and uh, you know it's a decent group for Rangers. They should be looking to get out of this group and, and go further in the tournament. Rangers fans, give us a call 0808 17 17 700. Anyone can join the conversation at Go Football Show. Mark, a few people have been on saying surely there's no chance Jack Butland will go to Birmingham City. Rumours yesterday that Rooney wants him. Do you think there would be any way Rangers would sell him? He's the standout of the summer signings. Um, well, I think it sends the wrong, the wrong message yeah. if you send, sell your best player um, halfway through a season. And we don't know where Rangers are going to be at that point in the season, so you need to take that into account where they are. But if they're making a fist of a title race and you sell your goalkeeper, uh, yeah. you know it's the wrong uh, message. Come the summertime, then you never know. A ridiculous bid um, from Birmingham, if they're going to have a right crack at it, then you can understand it. But to sell... Uh, Butler in the middle of the season, I'd be very, very surprised. It'd be interesting if it was a ridiculous bid now. 
Because yeah. Rangers do really poor business in terms of transfers. What if it was silly money now? Would they take it? What silly uh, money would you sell well, for the keeper? I don't know. What, what, what did they get him for? Free. Got him for nothing. Got him so from free and he's on a good wage. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, if you got a silly offer from him, you would, mm. he might take it. The fans would hate that though, wouldn't they, Mark? The optics would be terrible, but that would be January. So, see what happens between now yeah. and then. It depends what the manager thinks where he needs to strengthen mm. and what kind of funds at the moment sit in the pot. Yes. And if the only yeah. way that he can go and do what he feels is necessary surgery, he thinks, you know what, I'm going to have to get rid of Butland or sell him. I'll go with Robbie McCrory mm. or John McLaughlin because it'll help me fund areas A, B and C mm. that I think that we sure. really need help. So you'd need, you'd need to take it all into account and I'm sure the manager would have a say. But if Philippe Clement says to the board, under no circumstances are we selling Jack Butland now, we'll reassess it in the summer. And they did go and sell him right away you've got a problem here's Todd Cantwell who was a success I think we'd agree when he was signed last season did well he's been out for a bit this season with injury he's been speaking about uh, Europe and what it will mean to him and uh, more importantly to Rangers I think the important thing when you play for a club like Rangers is that you put your personal accolades and your, your personal feelings aside uh, it's really important that you know playing for this club that you know everything is, is, is built around the team and what happens out there tomorrow naturally everyone at Rangers or associated with Rangers wants to go as far as we can obviously history would um History would show that we've done well in this competition. So, you know, as there's a new, a lot of new uh, faces, obviously you want to try and emulate that or, or do one better. But, you know, I think um, football games are difficult to predict. I think. And what's he saying about the new manager? You know, as a player, you're, you're going to go through periods where you know you experience different managers, different styles. Um, obviously, we were going for a tough period, and it was difficult for for the boys and and for everyone. But you know, since the boss has come in, you know, he's he's in, implemented the way he wants to play. He's made it clear, like he said, it's not going to happen overnight. I don't think anyone's got the power to do that to a, a group of 20 lads. But listen, you know, we're we're all in. Um, we're looking forward to to the games, and obviously, we we got off to a great start. So we're excited just as much as you guys. Andy Walker, when you were playing, did you just call the manager boss so you didn't get the name wrong when it changed? Uh, always called Billy Boss, uh, Billy McNeil. Yeah. And, uh, well, there's a level of respect as soon as he comes in the door. Yeah. And um, I think just in general, I've played at clubs where the manager has been, been during the season. And you do, as a professional, want to impress the new guy, whoever he is. You want to play. You want to... You're always competing with another player or two to get in the starting 11. And I think you saw evidence of that at the weekend. Rangers were really good and convincing against Hibs. And this is a manager who's got experience. He's not only got experience of a lot of domestic football, he's been in the Champions League, he's been in the Europa League before. So I think he knows his way around. And it'll be interesting to see the shape of them tonight because obviously it would, if it's a good performance, it gives them the option to do that on a, a domestic basis. And, um, you know, they've got the players there. Because Lammers has yet to prove his worth. Would that be fair, Mark? Yeah, yeah, he's he's really to still to come alive. There's, yeah. there's a number um, of them. You could argue that the players that Michael Beale decided to let go or that were sold, whatever the, mm. the particular circumstance was, they're not really any better. Um, you know, Lammers better than Sakala or, or anything like that. Um, no. Um, Dessa's better than Cholak. No, no, not at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so Seema's been the only one outfield that started to to play a tune. He's a he's a lone player from from Brighton. But yeah, they, they need to get more uh, out of their players. Yep, the manager said we need to find new levels. We need to show a better level than uh, than on Saturday, because this is a better team. Uh, they're really good on the ball, good quality players, good structure, good coach also. Um, they play home game, 
it's also different. So we need to be with all team on our toes. But I saw good signals uh, these last two days with the trainings that uh, everybody is up to a, a great European evening. And, and you know, those evenings you need to be very focused, very concentrated, and you need to take your moments. Mark Hibbs will love that one won't they? when he says it's a better team, but Hibbs were awful at the weekend. Yeah, they were poor. You know, I, I think I'd watched Hibbs a couple of times. I, I liked Nick Montgomery's style. I did say from the off, though, far too many gambles at the back for my liking. I know that's a modern way uh, now, but they were far too open. They, they should have gone there. Bear in mind, you know, Rangers last uh, game was away at St Myrna where they struggled and then St Myrna went down to 10 men. You know, he'd been a wee bit more cautious, yeah. tried to frustrate Rangers, but he's, he's given it to them on a plate. That said, Rangers still had to go and win the game and still do it in front of supporters, which they managed to do. But um, Hearts, don't, for me, Hearts are much better than, than, than Hibs, if at all. Yeah. I don't think there's much between the teams. I think Hearts will have a different uh, approach to the game than what Hibs had. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's go! I said before it started, it's us showing that we're competitive and that we can develop. We know the levels that we're up against and uh, the, the quality of teams, but I don't think you can say that uh, they'll fly back to Spain knowing they've had a really, really tough game, you know, against uh, a team that gave everything. And, you know, and that's, and that's all you can ask. 2-2 last night Celtic against Atletico on the line now be at the game last night Gary from the Gorbals good evening Gary oh. oh Gary I think we're going to have to come back there I think we've got something else on that line we'll come back to you Gary Kevin's on as well good evening Kevin yeah good well yeah we spoke to you ahead of it in fact we're going to have to come back I think we've got something else on that feed I think that's the technical term there uh, that might be the Rangers game coming in for you do you want that guys <laughs> Gary, hiya. Oh, no. Oh, no, Kevin, no, no, no. Let's go live to the curling. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're winding me up here, as they always do. Um, Gary, you were first. What about last night? Do you know what? Absolutely. As, as good as I've seen his play in Europe, not just the Champions League, but as good as I've seen his play in Europe in a long time, and I know a lot of people's pride about last night's performance. You know, there's so many players you could single out. I thought um, as good as Matt O'Reilly was last night, you know, Dyson Maida never stopped. And this is against a team that's only been beaten once since May. So, you know, like, it, it was it was tough, tough opponents. And I felt like we just kind of, probably the last 10 minutes when, when Atletico went down to 10 men, I felt there was a wee bit of kind of unsure, unsure or uncertainty rather that, you know, due to the Lazio game previously when we lost, lost in the last minute it almost felt like they wanted to go for it but we wanted to almost take the point yeah. kind of thing yeah. I, I think Celtic's problem is that that is always going to be a good point Gary at home to Atletico yeah. Madrid that level of performance the fact is they've got nothing to show from Feyenoord and Lazio where you know they don't have two three points they don't have four points and then get one last night to to really make you think whether they could, uh, you know, finish second or third. I, I don't know about you, Gary. It looks unlikely that Celtic are going to finish third now. What do you think? Yeah, I think it, we're really up against it now with the away games that we've got left. Obviously, um, having to go to Madrid, obviously next, and have to go to Rome to play Lazio before Feyenoord. Um, realistically, you know, we're, we're looking to need to need to get three points uh, next. It uh, well, not next. Sorry, Lazio and Feyenoord is the games you've. 
you've kind of circled to try and get six points. And, and even at that, you know, it, it might not be enough. Stay with us, Gary. Kevin, how good was that for you last night, though? Yeah, it, 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 it was brilliant, mate. Um, uh, I thought that, just as Gary said there, I thought it was the best that Celtic have played in a, a, very, a very long time. Um, and, you know, I was just really, really, really proud of the performance. Um, and I, it, was, I, it was tough because I thought, again, just again, I'm a wee bit disappointed that we, we couldn't get the win because we dis- I'm more disappointed for the players rather than anything else because I thought the refers deserved the win. Um, so I, I thought we, I thought it was it was excellent. Mate. So I was just so proud of the guys, and I think anybody is still out there that doubted or had reservations or didn't want Brendan Rodgers back last night proves because he slowly but surely. Um, developing this squad into a really solid team. Uh, I just want to get a, a wee shout out uh, as well, Andy I would, and Mark. See what you think of this. A surprise package last night. We know how some one man's misery is another man's opportunity. Yeah. And I thought Paulo Bernardo was outstanding. Yep. Well, that, that you've got someone who's coming on just after what five minutes. It's a big player who's gone off. Yep. A very influential player in Hatati. But you're dead right, Kevin. I thought he played well. And you've got to look round that Celtic team and I don't think you could pick out one player who did not play really well. I mean, the pass from Greg Taylor for the second goal that gets them in behind, his link-up play with Maida, the finish from Palma, Kyogo's goal, Matt O'Reilly, Liam Scales just continues uh, to impress. Um, and you can go through them all. And there's, there's so many positive things you can see about it. You just get the feeling it's going to be so frustrating because if Celtic lose in Madrid in uh, in a couple of weeks, I mean, can you imagine Lazio beat Feyenoord? That would, that would be it over, wouldn't it? And Mark, your point at the time, I mean, nobody at Celtic wanted Ange Postacoglu to go. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Yeah. And the one person that they would really have wanted is Brendan Rodgers and they got him. And you see now the effect he's having on the team. Yeah, he's, he's brilliant, Paul. I mean, it was a, an outstanding appointment. Celtic were, were so, so lucky to get him. It just so happened that he was available. Um, Dermot Desmond said, yeah, this is a man that we want. He was by far and away the best candidate for the job. And, and the only reservations were because of the circumstances yeah. of his exit, not his ability to manage or coach. And you look at that last night, Celtic losing a wee bit. Now, first of all, credit to Celtic because they forced Atletico Madrid to change things at half-time. Mm-hmm. Simeone has recognised that. Then they get a grip in the game. What does Brendan Rodgers who goes to a back three? Boom, there you go. So credit to him for that. That just kind of showed things up, put Celtic back, uh, right back into the game. Um, And and let's say, Paul, uh, I think he's a brilliant coach. Um, He's by far and away the best uh, in the country. And uh, right now he's setting a high, high standard at Celtic. And you can see the thing about him in Europe, as the Celtic fans are saying tonight, Kevin and Gary and everybody else, is the improvement. You know, they're, they're looking the part. They've just not got the points to, to back up uh, what they've done. They are going to struggle. Even seven points might not be enough for third place. So I think to have any chance, um, if they could do something with Madrid, they expect Atletico to beat them in the next game. But Celtic are going to have to win their last two games to have any chance of staying in Europe. So can they go to Rome and win? And if they do, what a night that would set up. 
want to against ask final. Sure, all four of you. What do they need? And will we start with the striking position? And I don't mean the starting lineup, but a year ago they had Gikamakis, they don't now. Gary, what would you think for January? Yeah, I think definitely because, you know, I think it said a lot when, when Brendan never uh, put O on yeah. in place of Kyogo last night. I know he obviously went for something different and, and I was quite disappointed that he, did, that he took Palma off because I felt like Palma in that last 20 minutes would probably have, have been more reluctant or more uh, decisive in, in going for shots at goal. He, he could have possibly cracked in the winner. Although but maybe, yeah, I think um, definitely. Yeah. Maybe he'd run his race by then, Andy, do you think, with Palma? He'd given yeah, so much. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I think if you're looking for options and you're looking for a bit of quality, and remember, Celtic have got a lot of money to spend. Yeah. I don't think they were too interested in getting spending big money to make a, a mark in the Champions League. You, you sometimes feel as though they're just happy to be you know, ahead of Rangers and they get Champions League money, they get Champions League qualification. They, you get the feeling Celtic are not too far away from making a mark at this level. Just the level of performance last night I thought was so impressive and maybe someone who's even a step up from Yakimakis, that type of player, physical, someone that you can, you know, if you want to throw the ball into the box and he might not win it but you're picking up some scraps if you're getting a bit of pressure on, especially if you've got a, a man advantage, that type of player might might do it. But um, you, I just get the feeling it's going to be a, a source of great frustration that Celtic will probably play really well in this group and they might have absolutely nothing to show for it. Kevin, do you feel they should have more ambition for, well, next season? Maybe this season, it might happen. It's unlikely. What do you feel? Uh, I think that... Um... I think the club has already shown ambition, Paul, to sure. be honest, because if yeah. we weren't shown ambition, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have went hell for leather and got yeah. Brendan Rogers back in. So I yeah. think they've I think they've done the I think they've done the first bit of the puzzle is getting Brendan Rogers in. Mm-hmm. Um it was always going to be tough um this season to build it so quickly the Champions League coming up. But I think Brendan I said like I said to you last time, I think Brendan and the board will already have their, their targets uh, for January. We definitely need a striker. I think for the short term, well, no short term, but I think for, even for domestically, I suggested Lawrence Shanklin, but I think there should be somebody even bigger out there, somebody that's going to come in and somebody that's really going to challenge Kyogo. Somebody that's, if Kyogo gets injured or that, that, that he, he's a like-for-like replacement. We had that in Jack Kimakis because he banged in the goals. So we, we, we need that. And I think we need a goalkeeper. I think, I'm not sure if maybe... Um, Mark has got the inside track a wee bit maybe on what's happened with this guy Lunin, but it looks like there's a lot of rumours about him. But like I said to you last time, Mark, yeah. I've got 100% faith in Brendan Rodgers, 100% faith in the board. Uh, I'm proud of what we've done in the group so far. It looks like it might just be too much for us this, this year, but we have performed really well. We've done ourselves proud against some top quality sides. I still think it's no over until the fact that these things, I think... Madrid might probably beat us I you've got to say they've got to be heavy favourites but I think we can go to Rome and get the win I've not been impressed with them one wee bit in mm-hmm. all their games and I think if we if the results go our way what a night at Celtic Park to play the Dutch champions on the lights at Celtic Park that'd be brilliant Mark plenty there yeah, yeah. all I would say is uh, I don't know what Brendan Rodgers wants in January I suspect he wants a striker I suspect he might want a left back, and if and if a good goalie becomes available, getting in the door, and and, and you know, get but but what I would say is, whatever he wants, the board need to back him. 
And yeah. if he wants a couple of ready-made players, which I suspect he does, Kevin, and, and he hinted heavily at that, and rightly so, in the summer, yeah, a lot, you know, a lot of good players come in the door, but there's it's potential, it's projects. I think he's earned the right to get what he wants, and if that means spending a few quid without going daft, then do it. So whatever the manager asks for, he has earned the right to get. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it goes back to the point that you've just said there as well that you think club the club's been ambitious by getting them. What's the point in getting them if you don't give them what he wants? Yeah. Andre Lunin, of course, the Real Madrid, he's on the books there, Andy. And I wasn't saying they don't have ambition, but nobody thought, everyone, the, you know, the narrative for ages has been oh, for Celtic or Rangers, we saw it last season. Nah, it's, it's a step too far. But last night against Atletico Madrid, then it wasn't a step too far. So with a bit more investment in the team, then uh, they could go further. The one thing the Celtic supporters are craving is um, just what... If, there, if there's any envy towards Rangers at all, it's what they've done in Europe over the last number of years, getting to a, getting to a UEFA Cup final, uh, having so many yep. games away from home where they performed so well. And I know that that was in the Europa League. But Celtic are competing in the Champions League. I think they will win the title again this year. It gives the, the new look, uh, gets them into the new look Champions League for next season. There's more games. Um... And the quality is there for all to see. I thought this was a, a good group for Celtic to yeah. be in. And I think it, it's been shown that they, they could have taken something in Rotterdam against Feyenoord. They, they maybe should have done better against Lazio at home. It's a, There's a harsh reality about life at the at the top of the table. But and that's so, what you're getting in the Champions sure. League. I mean, they were so close against Lazio. And I think I agree with Gary that the... The, the ghost of Lazio was there in the last 10 minutes just yeah. in case you know yeah, better yeah. to have uh, one point than nil point Mark what yeah no I think microphone? that was Gary's yeah. I don't know what happened there <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh, I think I, it was by popular yeah. demand I think Gary's point was absolutely right yeah. there just was a wee bit no, let's not lose this game yeah. you can totally understand why because they were crushed the fans and the players were absolutely crushed by the ending against uh, Lazio uh, one final word from you Gary in a second or two first here's Brendan Rodgers the confidence to know that they uh, like I said they can compete we can create opportunities we can play the, the football that we want to play and uh, yeah it was the, the, the team were really pressed the game well and, and passed it well for a lot of the game I think there's a wee bit of tiredness comes in probably last 20 minutes because we're not uh, we're not used to so often playing at that tempo that level of opponents so naturally and uh, there's a wee bit of fatigue kicks in we had to make an early early sub as well we, we rail which was unexpected for us but um, but now I think when I look at the performance the performance is what gives you the confidence at this level and uh, and that was a that was a really big performance that we just couldn't quite get the result uh, or the win for and I see the stats today, Gary, before you go, that uh, Dyson Maida is one of the fastest in the Champions League and he's ahead, speed-wise, ahead of Davies um, and Mbappe, can you believe? 22 miles an hour uh, last night. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely crazy. I was watching him even even late on in the game. You're just thinking, this guy does not stop. I don't know I don't know what he does to, to keep so yeah. fit kind of thing, but you know what he kept... He just kept going and he was really unlucky with a few of his crosses, especially yep. late on. I think it was late on. He, he fired in for Kyogo, who just who just couldn't get to it. Yep. Um, and as I say, we, we just need to keep our players fit enough for the running because uh, for the second half of the season, rather, because seven points is nothing. That, I know it seems like a big lead and it's a great start, but that can be wiped out if Rangers go on a run as well. So sure. we need to try and um, strengthen, keep our players fit and 
and keep going for the for the rest of the season. Thanks, Gary. If we were Newcastle's own, we're Glasgow's own, we talked to you about last night, disappointment, and yet they came so close, so many chances. And Andy, you were there at the weekend. I was there at the weekend. Yeah. You can sense the level of excitement because yeah. they'd been PSG and a never-to-be-forgotten night yeah. on Tyneside. They were really looking forward to playing Dortmund. Didn't work out for them. But they've got a good team there. Eddie Howe's another, I think, special manager doing special things there. Yeah. And uh, the level of performance against Palace was tremendous. Why aye. Taking a break <laughs> and we're back. Rangers next. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Switch to clean, renewable energy and reduce your bills by up to 70%. Let's go. Underway in Prague. Rangers kicked off two minutes ago. Mark Guidi, what do you think is going to happen tonight? Rangers started really well against Betis and collapsed three weeks ago, but things have changed since then, or have they? What do you expect tonight? Well, I think uh, you know Rangers will need to defend well. Jack Butland will be, will be called into action. But it's certainly within Rangers' capabilities, Paul, there's clearly a new surge of confidence after what happened on, on Saturday, the 4-0 win against Hibs. Um, I think they can get a goal over here, but don't underestimate Sparta. They're a good side, particularly on their own pitch. I'm going to go for a 2-2. Sparta 2, Rangers 2. He's going for the draw. Andy, what do you think as we watch? We've played, what, one, well, two minutes now, nil-nil. What do you reckon is going to happen? Yeah, you're looking for a big performance from the, the players that... Uh, I'm, I'm looking to see how Seymour uh, can do because his recent uh, goal-scoring form, I think, has been a real highlight. He's someone who's beginning... To, to show his quality and he needs to to link up with others and I think Philippe Clement knows this is this is a tough night for his team we see him there on the screen at the moment it's on TNT tonight I take it I think one of the lines yeah. he gave when he was introduced last week you've got to remember about all the positive things he also said listen I'm not a magician <laughs> yeah. so he may yeah. well have seen or heard of uh, what type of squad he's got and no doubt he wants to make his own stamp on it as well as soon as possible. Here's what he said about Abdullah Sima, uh, who played so well, a couple of goals again at the weekend. Abda is doing a really good job this season. He's very motivated, uh, also a soldier for the team, not only thinking about scoring goals and, and giving assists, but also doing his defensive job. What's a really important part of our football also, that everybody needs to work and if we do it all together then we are a strong block what they showed already on, on Saturday in parts of the games and that's something we, we're going to need tomorrow also so if somebody is not thinking about himself he's, he's doing the job for the team Mark and, and they are looking as if it's a back three Paul we're oh. when Rangers are in possession John Souter almost goes and plays as a right back Ben Davis is a right back and Connor Golson in the middle on his own Seema uh, as like a left wing back and Tavernier the, the right wing back so it's an interesting formation uh, real flexibility there that Philippe Clermont has gone for Andy does that surprise you? we thought it might happen yeah it was yeah. always an option but yeah. I think it gives you the opportunity and the knowledge that you're playing against a good team mm -hmm. you can play with five at the back you can sit, sit back and defend Rangers have got a bit of pace they, they, they can hit the opposition on the break and that's what they need to show they need to show that they're learning in European football because this this Rangers team, uh, when they were getting to the Europa League final, they were surprising everyone. And you still can't believe it was so... What was it? 18 months ago or so? Yeah, yeah. It's extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, Rangers team, if you're just tuning in here to the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. So it's Butland, Tavernier, Suter, Goldson and Davies. Although Mark's saying they're probably they're playing it as a three at the back. Lundstrom, Cantwell and Raskin. You've got Lammers, Sima and Desers uh, Goldson's been criticised a fair bit Andy but played really well at the weekend 
Well, he's got the ability to play a lot better and I think he's always got that long raking diagonal to put his team uh, on the attack. But when you're playing in a back three, it's totally different. You have to be aware of those spaces in the the right wing, left wing area as Sparta Prague uh, come come uh, forward there and there's Butland making a, a, another big save showing how important he is for this Rangers side Wow, magnificent double save by uh, the keeper uh, It was a great save uh, particularly the first save from Birna Mincevic but he should have scored Paul for Sparta's point of view that's a sitter lovely football they've cut Rangers wide open he's a one-on-one with the goalie great save by Butland but he should be scoring that Sparta should be 1-0 up Andy, great goalkeeping yeah, beautiful nutmeg. And then the one-two where, um, you know, I think when you look at Suter, he follows the ball. Someone with a bit more experience would just stand in the way of the, the guy playing the initial one-two just to just to block his run. So uh, learning experience for them all. But Sparta showing in these early stages that they're capable of, of getting in behind. And what's your scoreline? I'm going to go 2-1 Sparta. 2-1. Right, to Sparta. Yeah. yeah. So Rangers were pot one. We know what happened against Limassol, but do you think that, Mark, it seems like a distant memory in some ways. It was a horror show over there. Mm. And was it because of the change at the club? Manager just going out the door? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's partly down to it. Um, only time will, t- will tell, yeah. Paul, but at the moment, just too many of the players are not good enough. I mean, could you seriously look at that Rangers squad and say that's a title-winning squad? Are they going to be better than Celtic over the next 30 games? Absolutely not. Nowhere near it at the moment. So it's up to the new manager to get more out of them. And if they don't um, show that they're capable of doing that, then he'll need to try and make as many changes as possible in the January window. Nil-nil at the moment, thanks to double save. The first one, right-handed, one one arm went out, hand, big hand, clawed it away, and then he saved again just afterwards. Save Brought hand. his big hand out. Exactly. You needed his big hand out. <laughs> Andy Walker on fire here tonight uh, after last night and hoping that Rangers do well tonight and Aberdeen as well in action against Pauk. And Andy will now tell us how Pauk are going to shape up tonight because Peter Grant, I'm sure, could. Oh, Granny knows everything and you don't challenge him. Uh, whenever Granny speaks, you just sit back and listen and then you go to sleep. Well, it's, a, it's a good start. Andy's got the fact that they're Greek, so that's always a positive start. They're over, they're over here for Greece. Mark, you can see though, this is, uh, and you both said it earlier, luckily just in time, this is not easy here for Rangers tonight. Sparta, but but yeah. honestly, a draw yeah. would be a great result. All things taken into account, you know, anything, uh, most times away from home, unless you're up against a bunch of duds, then, you know, getting a... Getting a point away from home in Europe is uh, is no easy feat at all. So if Rangers can do that tonight, because we can see already, Paul, uh, seven and a half minutes gone, this Sparta team are more than capable. Yeah, as uh, we see Cantwell there, I'll just wait a moment or two. What happens here? Yeah, he was talking about his fitness. Uh, did well last season. It's been out a bit this season. I had a good period out six weeks really um, since the injury. But no, I feel in a good place. Um, it was obviously nice to get some some game time at the weekend and and physically, um, I feel good. It's something that um, it's probably been a, a base of my game for a long time. Would be my my overall fitness. So I'm hoping that I'm I'm in a good enough position. Yeah. And he was asked about confidence. Obviously, you know, we were we were going for a pretty tough period. Um, and yeah, to, to win at home um, quite convincingly was obviously was good for the players. And uh, yeah, it's provided a good confidence boost, yeah. Yep, and they needed it. I see a player's gone down there, Mark. I looked just yeah. after it. He certainly was writhing in agony. Or Yeah, well, I don't think the referee, yeah. certainly at the moment, he's not brought out a, a yellow card. I don't mm. know if it was Raskin's uh, challenge on yeah. Preciado. Yeah. But um, no, it looks as though 
Um, just a, a warning. Yes, yeah, it's, it's more a class than ease. It's not an over the top one with the studs. Paul, his knees kind of get into the, the higher part of his shin. It does look a sore one, but I think the referee's right. It wasn't a yellow card. It's amazing the clamour now for every foul. Isn't it? Yeah. Play, opposition players, opposition supporters, they want every foul to be a yellow. And I, I, I'm pleased to see a referee. That, that's a sore one. Yeah. But, you know, it's a contact game. You sometimes pick up a knock. And there was no need for, for any yellows there. Good refereeing. He rolled over how many times there? Three, four <laughs> times. He ended up about 20 yards away, Mark. So, European football. Did we see too much of the dark arts last night from Atletico Madrid? Nothing like previous encounters. Well, I wouldn't yeah. have, if I was Brendan Rodgers, I wouldn't have waited as long for the hand of uh, Diego oh, uh, Simeone at the end. I what, mean, what about that? that? If, if people just, didn't see it. Oh, I just... Yeah. He, he, Brendan was there with yeah. his hand open, ready to shake it. And... Uh, yeah. It seemed for a few seconds that it was hanging in the air and he just ignored it. Didn't even yeah. look at him and then walked up the tunnel and there was no... There was a half handshake. It was, it was, exactly. grudging, it was it? a half grudging. handshake. I mean, come on, a bit of respect. There's nothing I worth. thought it was poor yeah. from Simeone. And, and do you know, I, think, I don't think we were talking about it the other night. I watched him in the Beckham document, documentary. I really liked him. I thought yeah. he came across well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't like to see that last night. You know, no. I, I, I didn't, Brendan Rodgers didn't. He? Deserve that. Show a bit more class. Civility costs nada. Yeah. I mean nothing. Exactly. Do you know how much he's on? Simeone. Over five hundred thousand pounds a week. Right. He's the highest paid manager in world football. Well, what he's done for them has been absolutely yeah. magnificent. Yeah. I mean, he's had the title in Spain. He's won other trophies. Yeah. The big ones, the Champions League, where I think yeah. the best they've managed is to get to the final, losing to their their great rivals, Real. But. Um, he has been brilliant for them. And I've got to say, even in this group, it's not the Atletico Madrid that I thought oh, they would be where, yeah. you know, they don't give anything away. They've had, they've had high-scoring games, yeah. which is unlike Atletico Madrid. When you think of Diego Simeone, you think there's a team that don't give much away. No, but uh, all credit to Celtic, especially the first-half performance. Mark, before we go to the news, what's happening over in Prague? Yeah, Rangers, um, you know, they survived a bit of a storm. Jack Butler's a couple of good saves. They're now trying to, to get back uh, into it, playing with that back three formation is, is what uh, Philippe uh, Clermont has started with. But like we say, Sparta, very, very comfortable. Um, but Rangers, yeah, holding their own. Nil-nil as we speak. Quick break for the news and then we're back. And we'll still take calls. Celtic fans, what are you thinking? Still buzzing after last night. And Rangers fans, what are you feeling just now? Nil-nil at the moment. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For great customer service and a free home survey, call 0800 233 5788. Let's go! Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's go! 17 and a half minutes played, Sparta Prague nil, Rangers nil. Andy Walker, Mark Guidi, with me, Paul Cooney. You can call at 0808 17 17 700. We're watching it there on TNT. We'll keep you right up to date. And we're also looking back to last night and Celtic's magnificent performance against Atletico. 2-2 at the end. 
And what did you think? If you were there, give us a call. 0808 17 17 700. And Aberdeen in action tonight as well. It's a corner, Andy, for Prague. I, I think the difference I've seen in the opening 18 minutes is that Sparta Prague get in behind more. They've got more penetration. They are troubling Jack Butland. Rangers are getting a bit of the ball, but they're absolutely not getting in behind. In the last third, it's uh, they're careless with our last pass and they can't get any sort of pressure at all. It's, it's Sparta's game so far. Mark, you did say it would be difficult. That's how it's proving to be. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the positives that Rangers haven't conceded. You know, yep. Butland has, has pulled off a couple of good saves. Uh, Rangers had a wee spell for two or three minutes where they were, they were playing in the kind of final third and putting a bit of pressure on Sparta. But over over the peace ball with nearly 20 minutes going, Sparta dominating uh, proceedings. But the frustration for them and the positive th- for Rangers is that they, they haven't scored. I think they're too high. Uh, Tavernier and Seema. I mean, if you... He's sitting with the five, then, you know, okay, you're giving the ball up to Sparta a wee bit, but I've just seen a long ball going into Rangers' left-back area and they were almost in again. So, you know, you can play uh, back three, back five, back four, whatever it is. Rangers have changed it tonight, but they're certainly giving Sparta a a lot of chances to get in behind, which is the, the last thing you want to do away from home. And we heard Joe Maguire in the news there, remembering it's two years since the death of the the great Walter Smith yeah. and these are the kind of nights Rangers reputation in Europe a lot of it was built around Walter's success taking them to you know the final of this competition yeah. uh, back in 2008 I mean one thing about, about Walter many many times he knew how to dig out a result yeah. you know, and he would admit it himself you know just go with one up top sit in and, and, and try and make a point and relying on your goalie to pull off you know a few saves and you know his first time round, he had, he had Andy Gorham pulling off saves, and then his second stint, it was um, it was Alan McGregor was doing wonderful things. So, yeah, certainly how you up, but it's changed now, Paul. You don't get coaches now. Your modern day coaches don't want to sit, and it's almost like they would, you know, they'd rather have a go and lose four 0 than uh, you know have a an unlucky uh, one. You just don't see that kind of uh, play anymore. There's another chance there for Sparta Prague, a whistling shot um, from twenty yards out, just a yard past. Um, um, Butland's uh, yep. right hand post yeah Walter did amazing things with Rangers both times when he was there and with Scotland as well uh, Graham Souness was interviewed by our news team recently and he was asked memories of Walter it was my first job in management and I would have been totally lost without Walter because he had some experience working with Jim McLean up in Aberdeen um, but obviously a, Dundee United are very different to the Glasgow Rangers so we, we, we're both new in that respect walking into what is a real footballing hothouse you know there's every day there's issues to deal with it um, some people wouldn't believe but I think we handled it you know we worked we worked off we bounced off each other um, it was an enormous help to me because A you know, he had the knowledge of Scottish football I didn't have, and and B the experience of management, and um, he managed to control me most of the time. Graham Souness remembering Walter. <laughs> I, I <laughs> always remember speaking to Ian Crocker about him. Yeah. I worked with Crocs for so long, and uh, any time uh, Sky were doing a Rangers game, Crocs was able to text them nine, ten in the morning, and he, he would give them the team, knowing that uh, you know Crocs is soul of uh, discretion so he, he had that relationship with him and, and often helped him you know just with, with graphics shaping it up and here's what we're going to try and do and of course, you, yeah. you don't get that nowadays I no, tell you I'm, I'm sure and all these years later uh, Graham Souness uh, revealed to Jim White this morning in Talk Sport 
as Jim revealed to us on Friday night here on the Go Radio Football Show that Graham is going to return to Rangers more of a consultant he said ambassador I had a chance to go back early in the season he said he didn't feel the job description was right at the time for him I want to help them he said today I want them to be successful again I'm pretty close to agreeing everything but we've got a few little things to iron out so is that a plus uh, Graham Soonis back Involved with Rangers? Well, he's been involved in the process of identifying yeah. the new manager. We don't know what his, his, his yeah. input really was, but I, I think every Rangers supporter would warm to that type of uh, that type of person who's got such a, a big relationship with the club and uh, in a successful period. And you saw that last night. I mean, I loved I loved to see uh, Davy Hay and yeah. Jim Craig, yes. who were yeah. in the director's box and. I know that Atletico had a couple of players yeah. from that infamous mm-hmm. night of 50 years ago and you know my my dad was at the game it was one of the ones where uh, he thought he'd never seen anything like it but um, no great to see Davey and uh, Jim Craig looking so well last night yeah yeah, Glasgow police were busy that night up the tunnel That's right, allegedly yeah. an attack on Jimmy Johnson who'd come off black and blue still nil-nil with Rangers Graham Soonis I mean He's such a, a giant of the game. Rangers, Liverpool, uh, Sampdoria. What do you think, Mark? Good move. Yeah. Good move for Rangers. A bit of stature. Someone for Philippe Clement mm-hmm. to lean on. Um, by all accounts, Michael Beale wasn't overly keen at the suggestion uh, a few months ago oh, was he not? of it happening. Right. Um, but it's not like Graham Soonis is going to be in there, Paul's a director of football, direct, technical director, seven days a week, yeah. full time. He's not wanting that anymore at his stage of life, you know, and, and rightly so. But he'll be there. He'll be there for a sounding board for the board, uh, for the chairman, John Bennett, for James Bisgrove, the chief executive, and for the the football uh, department. And great experience to call on, great contacts um, in the game. And and maybe Graham will have a role also in appointing the new sporting director, stroke technical director, whoever that's going to be. What do you mean stage of life? I mean, you're in great shape for whatever, (laughs) 50... He swam the channel a few months oh, ago. Brilliant. But that, I that, that's I mean, he's enjoying his life. Yeah. He's enjoying not do, I think he said, you know, when he when he when he finished with Newcastle, what, sixteen, seven years, never managed again because he just couldn't stand the modern way and he could see what was coming uh round the corner. So if he's got a role that involves being at the end of the phone at any time, but being at Glasgow at the training centre or being at Ibrooks four or five days a month, I think that's something that's perfect for all parties. Alkmaar nil, Aston Villa 2 so Telemans just scored a few moments ago to make it 2-0 and Leon Bailey early, earlier on and that's exactly a year Andy since the manager arrived at the football club as they say these days and well he's brilliant and yeah. I saw that Sturm Graz were also 1-0 up I just checked their team Max Johnson on the bench for them good to see him getting a call yeah. up to the, the Scotland squad after he's, he's moved from Motherwell so uh, yet another uh, Scottish player just making well, trying to take his chance uh, abroad, I'm sure it's a good learning, uh, learning curve for him. Sure is. 0808 17 17 700, a lot of football on. We love the fact it's back. European week with the Champions League music on last night. Yeah. You can't beat it, can you? Ah, it's brilliant. Uh, Champions League nights are, are pretty special, um, but it just shows you how hard it is to get a result. Paul, you look at how well Celtic played last night. Couldn't win the game. Newcastle, for everything that they've got going for them in a home game, couldn't beat Borussia Dortmund uh, last night. Man United getting their first victory in three games. So it's a tough, tough uh, level and uh, Celtic have acquitted themselves well. The night before, still nil-nil Rangers. What's happening there, Andy? Well, Suter's picked up a yellow card and I can't believe he's been given a yellow. He's won the ball cleanly and then just his natural body following through. It's made a connection with... uh, 
with yeah. uh, his opponent Sorensen it's amazing isn't it amazing you pick up a yellow what, for what the, the, there's what contact in absolutely the, frightening there's no attempt awful. to foul it's not a foul no. you know it, it, he didn't go out to foul him and he's been booked awful decision of Crazy. course no yeah. um, no appeal process for a yellow no. bad what about Man United the other night? You mentioned that the yeah. one it was almost cruel. So Harry Maguire, you know, a bit of redemption for him, scores yeah. the goal, then right at the end, the penalty. And it was Jordan Larson, yeah. formerly Son of, of Lanarkshire, of course. Yeah. Brought yep. up to uh, school yep. in the area. And he stepped up. Yeah, but, and he's, he's, he's had a terrific career um, so far and still got lots of good times um, ahead of him. But um, you mentioned Harry Maguire, you know, getting himself back in, back in favour. Onana, excuse me, Onana, the goalkeeper, certainly needed something positive for him as well. He's been getting all sorts of stick. David De Gea actually been linked with a move back to Man United. Yeah, so um, yeah. that was a, a big save. But again, Man United, Paul, too, long way to go. I mean, they're, they're, they're miles off being anywhere near uh, title contenders. Joe Hart last night, Andy, a few people on saying, how unlucky was he at the penalty? Because he did yeah. save it. And I thought it was a good penalty because yeah. almost in the corner he got the vital touch onto the post and it's just it's just your luck at that point that it happens to fall back. Albeit very quickly to Griezmann and he, he managed to put it in the other corner but um, Joe Hart showed last night that he's capable of playing on the, the big occasion, the big stage. And Marata getting uh, the second. What I mean, finish. wasn't it? It was a brilliant header, I mean, honest to goodness. Oh, down so low. What a finish. Yeah. Oh, it was Andy, Andy in the centenary year. Exactly. Andy, you remember? <laughs> of course you remember that year. What did you make of his technique? And oh, It was just a wonderful goal. And, uh, you know, Llorente bringing forward from the, the, the middle of the park. And I think he made a big difference to Atletico, just stepping it up a bit in the second half. They were, they were the better side. Celtic were so competitive in the first and looked so dangerous when they went forward, but they dropped out of it. I think one of the reasons because of Llorente uh, and he, his cross for Morata was magnificent, but the finish to get it back across goal uh, from Joe Hart was wonderful, you see. And what about Celtic, Andy? Especially in the first half. Second half, they, I mean, well, they did well, but in the first half, I mean, I know we talked about it in the first hour, but there's so many players you could you could talk about. But the, the speed of the passing. Yeah, I saw a lot of uh, good Celtic play last season under Ange Postecoglou. Yeah. This performance last night, I think, was up there with anything that Ange Postecoglou's team could come up with. It was just one, two touch stuff, great defending, using the full width of the pitch. Mm -hmm. The pass from Greg Taylor might have been the pass of the night, yeah. uh, although I'm sure Griezmann might uh, argue with me there. Yeah. Some of his passing was top drawer as well. It was just a wonderful game of football to watch because it was played at the highest level. Atletico Madrid, I think, are a really good side and Celtic more than competed with them. And one of the differences from last year when Madrid came to town, Real Madrid, was that Celtic took some chances which last year they found it difficult so remember the first half hour Mark Yeah, I, I don't know if they played as well as they did last night but I don't think I, well I don't think that, but I think we can remember there was a kind of recurring theme Paul uh, last season the Champions League for Celtic playing well tiring conceding goals you know, in, in, in the last half hour lacking composure um, inside the opposition penalty box you can think of Kyogo you can think of Maida missing sitters but they're, they're, they're scoring um, now they're putting away albeit again it's only three goals in three games but last night two goals um, against Atleta Madrid very unfortunate to get a belter chopped off last time against Lazio you know just half a yard offside and, and what I loved as well last night Paul was 
was seeing how much Palma enjoyed his goal. And it's brilliant to see that young footballer just arriving uh, in the country, putting a goal in in front of 60,000 supporters or going uh, crazy and just seeing the enjoyment uh, in his face is pretty special. It, it reminded you of Jota in his pump. You know, the, the big beautiful smile, yeah. the, I don't know, the wee dancing yeah. move that all the all the supporters love. But yeah, he's got the he's got the potential to be a big personality player, Palmer, if he can add some more goals and add some more skill and trickery just to get fans on the edge of their seat. You okay with the dance at the flag? I wasn't so sure about it, actually. I've never done that, <laughs> but uh, oh, the yeah. young ones love it. Listen, he, he deserves to enjoy that moment. Uh, I mean, he, he was brave, actually, to, to have a go, wasn't he, the way yeah, he did great, it? Great, yeah. great well, uh, strike. I mean, yeah. and, you know, I don't know if it took a wee nick off one of the defender's yeah, knees, maybe, did, on, yeah. The, yeah. on the way through, but even so, it was an acute angle um, and he's just he's drilled it and um, there's no way Oblak was uh, there's Jack Butland having another good save uh, Paul uh, for Rangers but um, no it, it was really good uh, really good to see What can you say with the man who probably get nine nine and a half out of ten Matt O'Reilly he's been probably the best player in Scotland this season I think so How good last night was he Andy? Yeah well it's a step up in class yeah. I mean uh, he's he's done it in pretty much every Celtic game this season but he seems to have gone to a higher level. He's up against one of the best sides in Europe last night, showing his quality. And I haven't seen a better goal in Europe this season than the one last night that Celtic scored with the 1-2 the with Kyogo and the return pass, especially from O'Reilly. It was a thing of beauty. It was stunning. Yeah. Matt O'Reilly uh, and, and that period of play. 22, we yeah. mentioned him on Monday night, yeah. policy before his performance yeah. um, last night. 22 years old, um, he really burst onto the scene as all Celtic signings did that January in Postacoglu's first season maybe had a wee dip he get criticised because you think about it was 21-22 uh, you know so, and then to come up and reach that level so he's another one that's responded to Brendan Rodgers' um, methods wonderful three in there with, with, with McGregor and uh, Hitati and uh, yeah he's, he's excelling signed his new uh, deal as well so you know if and when he goes he'll be another one that Celtic will make a, a fabulous um, uh, profit on him but we're talking about Rangers players who have not stepped up to the map and you look at a couple of Celtic players already like a Palmer mm -hmm. yep. well, you see a big oh, profit sure. in that guy yeah. right, you're going to see a, a huge um, profit in him uh, amongst others and that's a level uh, that Rangers have got to try and get to as well I think, yeah. I think you're seeing a fair bit of pressure from Sparta yeah. Prague the last 10 minutes they've looked really dangerous Jack Butland brought out a save when Raskin uh, lost it at the edge of the pitch they've just had another uh, effort at goal there from Birmacevic and they're looking dangerous Rangers are, are struggling to, to keep a hold of the ball struggling for possession and that, that big hand the right hand once again but it was a one-handed save wasn't it Andy a it's moment such ago such big hand he's in, great, he's in great form what can you say about Dyson Maida his work rate I know we mentioned him briefly earlier Mark and uh, look you never quite know what he's going to do but it's astonishing his work rate his speed and, and he's dangerous. Yeah, he, he never stops. You know, on European nights for you know high energy, and you've got to put in a defensive um, shift yeah. as well. So if he's on the left, he'll help out Greg Taylor. If occasionally switches over to, to the right, he'll help out um, Alistair Johnson. But it just must be a brilliant teammate mm -hmm. to have Paul because he'll never let you down. He'll never shirk anything. Yeah, he's missing that wee bit of quality sometimes. Just the final third, the final ball, or let's say just that extra wee bit of composure. But if he had the full package, he wouldn't be playing here, you know. So you've <laughs> yeah. got to make allowances. There'll be a couple of deficiencies in his game, but over the piece, he's what again for 
a million quid oh, yeah. and he's only 25, yeah. 26 brilliant I can imagine one of your stories in the Sunday Mail would have been that Gallan on the plane back had nightmares and not on the flight itself the fact of thinking about what Maida did to him yeah. the way he chased him down last yeah, night absolutely phenomenal what's happening Andy? just more pressure yeah. more efforts to go from Sparta Prague it was a block from John Souter inside the box they tend to like this long throw in just to try and help it on at the front post but Rangers struggling to get out and there is is that a wow. penalty? They're claiming for a penalty, but yeah. yet again, Butland making a save from what, 25 yards? And when it fell for a rebound, the Sparapag players felt as though he was fouled. He may well have been offside. So I think this is one for VAR to look yeah. at. It will be probably, I would imagine. I don't think it is yeah. a penalty. Certainly yeah. worth a look. Okay. There's you no doubt it's worth a look again. Butland, yeah, reacting. Yeah. Nah, it's not a penalty. No. no. Yeah. It's not a penalty. Was that Lundstrom there? Uh, so there's this, we're seeing it again. Good save and then cleared. Surely not, but we'll just wait before we go to the break. We don't want you to miss this. I mean, I don't think it's a penalty, but honestly, yeah. some of the decisions oh, that you see, I yeah. you don't know what, not, you don't know what they're looking yeah. at. If anything, yeah. I think it's a foul on, on Lundstrom. Lundstrom. Yeah, exactly, Andy. Yeah. Okay. So that means it'll be a penalty spot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. Still nil-nil at the moment. We've played, what, 35, 36 minutes or so. No, play on. Andy Walker play on yep. says the referee Good. and Lundstrom yep. is another one who needs to come up with a big performance he's sitting in front of that uh, those three central defenders but I think it's got to be a worry for Clement just to see how often his players are giving the ball away yeah. in their own half how often Sparta Prague are going down the left going down the right getting in behind getting shots at goal um, normally when you're looking at a, a game developing like this you you tend to think it's only a matter of time before the home side get their noses in front. Nil-nil, Rangers at the moment with, what, 10 minutes left in the first half. We're looking back at last night, Celtic 2-2. We'll look forward to Aberdeen in action tonight and we'll give you some news from elsewhere as well. Olympiacos, Mark, have gone one up against the team who won the Conference League. You were there just a few months ago. So West Ham, a goal down. It's Fortunas has scored 33 minutes, plenty of time. Yeah, plenty of time to, to, to get back into the game. But again, Paul just goes to show you and David Moyes has put out a strong team um, in Greece tonight. No easy games in Europe. No. He gets a hard time there, doesn't he? He's uh, a top you know, manager. Of you course, know, yeah. I, I think there will be a part of the ways at yeah, the end of the I mean, season, but um, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be back. He won't be short of offers. He'll get another top job for sure. A future Scotland manager, we hope. Yeah, yeah. We, we hope I could the manager see, stays for a long yeah, time, obviously. I could see yeah. in, in five or six years' time, David Moyes being the... Scotland manager he's a, he's a real passionate Scotsman yep. could you see that Andy? definitely he's yeah. got all the experience that you would want he's got European experience too he's won West Ham a, a European trophy um, and he's done it for so long Rangers under pressure again it's cleared not completely still on the edge of the box Seema is back helping they just can't, can't clear it just now Andy can they? well there's so much pressure and you just wonder how long Rangers can hold out because it's not just in the last third, it's the amount of touches in Rangers' opposition box. You can see the the manager, the home support getting right behind their team. I think they appreciate how, how well they're doing, but time and time again, they are able to get in behind. And when you look at the shape of the team, Tavernier seems to be far up the pitch. Yeah. Seema yeah. is the same. Yeah. And you wonder whether a strong captain would just say, hey, okay, come, on, come on, let's just yeah. sit in here for... Five ten minutes because they're they're having a pop at goal every every time they go forward. Rangers are riding the luck just now, Paul. Nil nil. Quick break and then we're back. The Go 
Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Switch to clean, renewable energy and reduce your bills by up to 70%. Let's go! Let's check what's happening with Rangers. I think no goals so far, Sparta... Prague nil, Rangers nil. Andy Walker, Rangers were up the pitch a moment ago. Yeah, they had a corner. It uh, played to the edge of the box, and uh, Lundstrom had a volley that was well wide, well high. But I would still be concerned if Rangers can get to half time still goalless. I'd be really concerned about. I mean, when you have your chat, you can't be happy with that level of performance. You can't be happy with the amount of times that they are touching the ball in your box. And so far. I don't think the back three is working. But Mark, as you said earlier, at least they haven't conceded so far. Mm. What would you do at half-time? What are the options on the bench? Well, <laughs> you know, Philippe Clermont can, can say, can we ride the luck again as much in the next 45 minutes? Uh, will they go back to a, a, a back four? Not getting much change at Odessa's. He's not suited to that lone role, Paul, away from home no. um, in Europe. And like we always say, there's no, no harm in it. Butland's having a right good game. Mm. He's pulled off three really good saves when he's been called upon but Rangers I'd be very very surprised if they can withstand this level of pressure for another 55 minutes if they can get to half time I think there's no doubt that, that Philippe Clermont and his coaching staff will have a look at their options because I think they might be better going back to a, a back four Andy's right they're getting too much joy in, in, in behind the wing backs but nil-nil at the moment Aberdeen tonight what do you think 8 o'clock kick-off against Pauk um, Aberdeen we know the record's not been good in Europe in recent years I think what you can guarantee is a brilliant atmosphere yeah. I mean Aberdeen will be reliving all their glory days with yeah. a, almost a full house there but yeah they're up against a, a better side you hope that they can do something but um, no, you would fancy Pauk to, to get all three points there's another <laughs> effort at goal from Sparta Prague it's gone over the bar no need for any save but mm. Yet again, another chance uh, given up in the amount of... I, I'm just astonished that the goalkeeper can play a 50-yard ball and he gets it under control with one touch in, yep. a, in a physical challenge with Tavernier. Yeah, just goes round Tavernier, boom. He's got to be heading yep. that. He's, his starting position is all wrong because he's ahead of the ball. And that's what a lot of Rangers fans have been saying. You know, Tavernier, he's amazing going forward. Mm. His crosses, his goals, the way he scores, the penalties he scored. But defensively... Yeah, but short. I have to be honest, so I don't yeah. think the manager's helping him tonight, right. Paul, by okay. asking him to play yeah. so far sure. up the pitch. I think if he's going to have to defend, and it's a defensive shift tonight, first and foremost, just play him as a natural right back, just make his, his starting position a bit deeper rather than balls um, over the top and they're getting plenty of job I mean I think the Sparta Prague their coach and their players must be really really surprised and really happy that Rangers haven't changed it and gone just to a normal uh, back four still nil-nil at the moment Mark what do you reckon for Aberdeen tonight we started talking about it uh, uh, Garten man could it be a night for him to yeah, get a goal they, yeah. they'll, they'll need to have something special as Andy says oh, Petordi, it'll, it'll be rocking it'll be bouncing um, you know be, beating Reigns at Ibrooks a few weeks ago certainly given Aberdeen um, a, a left their game was called off at the at the weekend there so they've had plenty of rest and preparation time um, for tonight but listen, if you're going to do well in Europe Paul if you're going to like qualify you need to pull a special result out the bag at some point in your in your six games and tonight might just be that night for Aberdeen I would fancy Pout to be honest but I wouldn't rule out Aberdeen getting a point Barry Robson would love clearly to get all three points maybe even one as Rangers come forward Andy Raskin oh, down I, I thought he might have just taken a chance and pulled the trigger earlier you yeah. never know where uh, deflection through the legs of the defender mm. I mean he was six, seven yards out I thought he might have just had a an attempt at goal that but, was a big chance their best chance 
and almost a corner there for Rangers but not they've managed to shepherd the ball out of play so good chance Andy but still nil-nil yeah, you're I, now thinking well what 30 seconds to go yeah but it half. looks as though Rangers will get to half time and nil-nil but I, I you surely can't come out with the same formation or the, the the same performance level of performance from the players it's this this is a game where Sparta Prague should be at least a goal up maybe two if it wasn't for Jack Butland, if it wasn't for, I think they've, I've counted about three, maybe four blocks yeah. inside their own box. This is a, this is a game where Rangers are, are just never been in it. Did I ask you your Aberdeen prediction tonight? What do you reckon? I don't think it's going to be a good night for Scottish mm. clubs, and I can't see them getting a result. So again, I'm going to go two-one for Pauk. Desert has gone down there just a minute less than a minute to go, nil-nil at the moment. Let's hope the knock isn't too much. I don't think so. He'll be back up. Um, so we will find out West Ham have gone two down Mark yeah you yep. can see that Paul yep. 2-0 over in uh, Greece but listen you, you, you're going to maybe lose a game as long as you can recover and win your home games Paul that's the important thing but I'd still expect West Ham to get out of that section Celtic it was their night last night and that 60,000 were there under the lights and it was an incredible atmosphere last night. Um, it's one of the things we're famous for in Glasgow, isn't yeah. it? Highbrox, Celtic the, Park. The, the, yeah. the games come thick and fast. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was meant to be a really tough one last weekend when they were at Tynecastle, and you saw then the level of performance from Celtic. It was really high. It was really strong. They were comfortable winners and arguably could have scored another three or four goals. Rangers have got to half time nil nil up, but. Uh, sorry, nil-nil draw. And um, you look at Celtic again this weekend, it's a, it's another tough game against Hibs. But, you know, I think Brendan Rodgers might just change it a little, given that he's got such a strong squad. I'll ask you shortly who you think might come in. Mark, as we see them go up the tunnel then, it's um, it's actually it's a good news for Rangers in that they're nil-nil, having yeah. had so much pressure But I think, you know... Offensively, I don't think they could be as bad. So what what the manager has to do, Paul, and this is where you're in your big buck, this is why you're giving the Rangers job, mm. is you need to go and find a way to get you further up the pitch. So whether that's a tweaking formation, a tweaking personnel, whatever you need to do, I think you need to change the formation and go to your four. They don't look overly comfortable and Sparta Prague seem very comfortable playing against a, a back three that, that's exploiting the space in the wide area. So this is now where you see where a manager earns his con, David, uh, Paul. David, 13 shots. I mean, it's just too many. Uh, four of them on target, a few of them blocked, but far too many. If you continue in that being, you're, you're, you're going to lose the game. And Aris are nil-nil at the moment with Betis, so it's all square, isn't it? No change, they're all That's on right. the same points. All, yeah, yeah, all it, in four points yeah. um, at the moment. We're getting into the, the, uh, the halfway stage after uh, three games, so if one of them can 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 win tonight, and by the way, Paul, as much as Rangers have been under the course for 45 minutes, you couldn't have rolled them out coming out and leaving sure. Prague tonight yeah. with, with three points, so they, offensively they can't be as bad is what they yeah. were um, in the first half it's just if Butlin can have a, another good 45 minutes because he's pulled off a couple of fine saves Celtic were good very good in the first half especially last night ok 2-2 two, two at the end this was the manager Brendan Rodgers speaking at full time yeah I thought it was a terrific performance especially the first 45 minutes the quality of our football the speed in our pressing the speed in our game uh, everything that we, we would want so um, we were unfortunate with our penalty obviously one, it was it was very harsh. I thought the penalty, and two, obviously they get the the good fortune after the save. It hits the post and comes straight to the player. So, uh, but, um, but our reaction in the game was was superb, and um, everything that I'd wanted in terms of playing together, pressing, 
with the intensity and and a really aggressive mentality and then having the courage and the bravery to play and um, yeah so it was very very good we, we expect in the second half for them to have a, a spell in the game but they didn't create so much their, their equalising goals are fantastic you know it's a quality at this level the, the early cross and the, the header and it's it's a great finish but we um, we kept fighting and uh, we showed that we could really compete with a with the top level team and afterwards Andy uh, the manager obviously wanted he, he wanted to I think enjoy the moment of course he would have loved three points but rather than say where he stands in the league because we know it's one point he was I think realising how much the fans enjoyed that and they can see that they are something is happening the, the Brendan yeah. Rodgers style uh, is, is being yeah, adapted you're, you're, you're dead right and I really enjoyed the level of Celtic's performance uh, I, I thought it was first class I haven't seen as good uh, 45 minutes from a Celtic side in, in a long time. And it was the fact that it was against top-class opposition. That was what impressed you most. And uh, deservedly, uh, and at half-time in front, couldn't hold on to it. And I just think normally Celtic have a few gears to go through if they're not at their best against Hearts, Hibs, Aberdeen, whoever. But it was Atletico Madrid who stepped it up a bit, were better in the second half. And in the end, Celtic got a point, but... It's just a general level of frustration at this. Uh, there's a harsh reality about the the Champions League. If you don't take your chances, if you do give soft goals away, if you are naive in your tackling, you'll get punished. And uh, we've seen all of that in the three games Celtic have played so far. Dylan's been on asking on the socials, what do you make of Callum McGregor? What can you say about him? And we mentioned earlier on ambition. I was saying about in the transfer window in January, what's going to happen, but how Celtic have kept him over the years. Callum McGregor has been phenomenal. Yeah, he's, he's been brilliant. And, um, you know, it was a, a seamless transition uh, when he became captain, you know, mm. taking over from from uh, from Scott Brown in, in a difficult period for the club because they'd, they'd blown the 10 in a row. There was a new manager getting in, off to the, the, the best of starts the first four or five weeks. Um, but he's, 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 a, he's a leader. In his own way, I mean, you can see the pictures last night of him in the huddle. You know what 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 it means yeah. to him. When you look at Cal McGregor, he's maybe what thirty now, and, yes, and, and he's, there's no yeah. doubt he's taking the likes of Hitati and O'Reilly yeah. under his wing. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. He controls the tempo for Celtic. Always makes himself available to go and get the ball from the centre halves and, and and get things moving. And he's just a wonderful footballer, uh, Paul. He, he really, really is, and I think he he conducts himself wonderfully well. Um, as captain of Celtic too the way he takes responsibility um, after games to come out and speak to give the, the measure of it for Scotland as well he's been brilliant um, for Steve Clark and what's going on the, the happy times there at international level so yeah he could have gone plenty of offers Brendan Rogers Rogers as I've said many times was desperate to take him to Leicester yeah. City would probably have paid 20 million quid for him had Celtic given him any encouragement but, but Celtic dug in and said he was he was going nowhere and Callum McGregor has been re- rewarded with two or three very big contracts and deservedly so I think you'll you'll see what uh, he's like linking up with Paolo Bernardo who came yeah. on very early last night normally you think of Callum McGregor alongside Atati alongside Matt O'Reilly but now uh, O'Reilly's a he looks like a special player at this stage in the season he's been so influential in every game and you'll see what Bernardo is made of uh, I'm sure he'll stick with a, a, a starting position at the weekend and see whether he can be as effective as uh, as others and nobody here in Scotland wants to see these players leave but Matt O'Reilly um, must be a target come January I mean it, Leeds wanted him it's in just August. a reality it's happened so often yeah. especially at Celtic over the last number of years and 
I think in fairness to Celtic, they tend to have players in the background that they will target and yeah. uh, you know bring them here, fatten them up and sell them on as well. What I'd, what I'd like to see from Celtic, Paul, is as much as bringing in quality in January or the next window, you know, as we've said, back the manager, don't sell your players. Give this manager next season with this squad. They're cash rich. If they win the league, they're guaranteed Champions League one again. And I'm sure that Brendan Rodgers says to a Matt O'Reilly or a Hattack, listen, give me one more year. You've got your contract. You're well paid. Give us another year together. Let's go and see what this group can do with one or two more quality additions. And it might be something a wee bit special. You, you might actually see Celtic really competing to qualify for the for the knockout. I'm not saying going to go into the quarters and the semi, but actually go and make a fist of it in Europe if, if, if he can keep this team together so the norm for Celtic is to be as soon as they create a 15-20 million pound put the first bid's in he's away done but why let's try and keep them so if you're Brendan Rodgers have that conversation say to the board the players are going to stay we're not having anything to do with any bids just make it clear they're not for sale and let's go and have a crack at it for another year and see how we do like the sound of that that ambition could that happen why not Paul it's not the yeah. It's not the model of the club. No. It's not what they've done over the last number of years. They make tremendous profit on players. They continually make profit on players. And they want to be top dogs in, in Scotland. And I think it is a good conversation to have. If you yeah. want to if you want to improve and you want to be better in Europe, and you're not talking about winning the Champions League, but you're talking about moving away from the naivety, yeah. uh, getting in a wee bit more experience, getting in something a bit special, and I just think Celtic have got a squad right now that's really strong and I don't see Rangers, no matter what they do in the January window, I don't think they will sign enough players of quality. I don't think they have the money to compete with Celtic over the course of a season. But it's looking beyond that, isn't it? And saying, actually, look at some of the play last night, the first half. Could they keep these players, the O'Reilly's and whatever... And then Paul they'll still make money. So, so all well, you're doing is twenty five million. You're delaying the process for a yeah. year. The Jota money yeah. was in nobody's budget. Agreed. Yeah. Nobody yeah. thought yeah. Jota twenty five million. So I get what you're saying. There was yeah. seventy million in the bank there, and nobody's saying, "Oh, yeah, you can. You've got seventy million to spend." That would be foolhardy. But I hear what you're saying. I think if they wanted to, Paul, you, you could even uh, um, send that message out. Can you imagine what it would do to the yeah. supporters? Mm -hmm. Can you imagine what it would do to the the squad? We're going to sign a big special player next summer or in January. It ten tends to be the summer, but I just don't think it's the, the model the, the club are at and I, I don't think they're willing to do it. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For great customer service and a free home survey, call 0800 233 5788. Let's go! Don't forget the business show with Hunter and Hockey. We'll be back on Sunday morning at 11 o'clock and who's on this week it was brilliant last weekend thoroughly enjoyed it if you miss it get it where you get your downloads uh, this week the guest is going to be Derek Pierce, who was Scotland's Entrepreneur of the Year five or six years ago um, his company has grown from a small fabrication and blacksmithing operation into one of the UK's largest structural steelwork contractors so that's going to be Sunday morning at 11am What's going to be the score then by that? There's a lot of football between now and then. Rangers nil-nil half-time. 
changes at half time or is it more the way they're going to shape up probably Mark at the back because it's not worth playing the three yeah I mean the, 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 there's options but although you look at the Rangers bench mm. against respect it's not overly it's not, strong let's be honest and we know it's there's not, no Yilmaz you know, available there's no Sterling you know, Ryan yeah, Jack could, could step in to show up you know, Scott Wright could maybe make a wee there's the option of Daniel although he's not getting many minutes under his belt recently but no there's not a couple of players that you can go oh, they could come on and really help uh, change the course of things so uh, the manager's hands a wee bit tied probably let's look to the weekend the derby the Glasgow derby's on tomorrow the night Andy derby. Yeah, one of your old clubs uh, Partick Thistle at Queen's Park and the games at Hamden tomorrow so both of them have had a different form this season yes. so far but a good game to see yeah Thistle got absolutely mm. battered last week didn't they at home mm. to Dundee United which was a sore one especially given the the yeah. goal scorer Holt coming back to sure. Hottenham but uh, Queen's Park at home and they're still they're a team in the process of playing a different style of football I think you speak to any Queen's Park fans I think they're quite enjoying it I think they believe in this new Dutch manager they're hoping they'll yeah. stay despite some interest from elsewhere and um, yeah that'll be a great game it'll be a good one to watch yeah, the Dutch director of football, I think they're after, yeah. aren't they? Um, was that a Halloween reference there when you said Holt came back to haunt them? Um, <laughs> well, that's terrible. Queen's Park against Patrick Thistle, legendary goalkeeper of the past, was not available, so Mark Quiddy is with us tonight. Hey, no, what do you think? What's going to happen tomorrow well, night? Tomorrow night, yeah. first of all, cracking game, hope it was a big yeah. crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, there, real uh, Patrick Thistle, what was a bat, you know, a real batter now, and... Yep. Um, uh, you know, you wonder if they can uh, bounce back. Queens Park, but inconsistent this season, um, Paul, compared to to last season, but still sticking to their, their beliefs and the way the game uh, should be played. I think Queens Park home advantage will edge it tomorrow night two one. Okay. I'm going for the Partick Thistle, the Harry Rags. I think they'll bounce back from that pumping last week five 0 <laughs> and they'll win. Has Rangers come out the tunnel there? They had a quick. Uh, they got together for a moment or two, and Jack Butland was just speaking to some of the players. They're back out for the second half, nil nil. They can't. They can't face another thirteen shots. Yep, I mean, sure. it's remarkable. It's it's nil nil. He's been a good signing, hasn't he? Butland he's yeah. been the one that uh, you're constantly drawn to his quality because he makes saves I mean ideally you don't want him making as many saves as he has done you want your defenders your your level of organisation to be to be stronger but I think Philippe Clement will look at his team tonight and think on this stage in the Europa League if they can get something out of this he'll be really pleased because that was a that was a real lesson in that first 45. Another big game tomorrow night in the Championship. The league leaders, Dundee United, up against our broth. Then Saturday, Ayr against Morton, Inverness, Airdrie, Wraith Rovers, Dunfermline. Um, yep, so plenty of football there. And, and I'll the, pick that big game as well. Yeah, it is. The, I know. The Wasps. Yep, thank you. Alloa Falkirk. Well done. Okay, well, indeed. Yeah. Stephen McGinn will chat to Stephen about it with some meaning tomorrow night. <laughs> They've really picked uh, up since he's dropped soon. to the bench, haven't they? Uh, don't you start, he's the captain. Uh, let's hope he's back soon. I think he's That's definitely not what John McLean's saying. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Hugh, are you still available? So, Hibs against Celtic on Saturday. It's not on the telly, it's three o'clock at Easter Road. Livingston, Dundee. Dundee, of course, had that nil-nil. Uh, the other night uh, with Ross County uh, with, yeah. Ross County Motherwell against Ross County and St Mirren St Johnson and then Sunday Kilmarnock Aberdeen which is the Sky game and of course uh, Derek McInnes up against his old team and then Rangers up against Hearts as Rangers kick off 
Well, a much better start to the second yeah. half. It's only 30 seconds old and Rangers were in behind. Uh, and you wonder whether they might just turn this game on its head, get that really crucial first goal, the breakthrough goal in a, in a game like this, European tie. It's uh, so important. They're looking, they need some winners, don't they, in the team who've done so well in Europe. I mean, people like Raskin, Andy, who has shown promise and then we haven't seen enough promise, of Promise, Paul. Yeah, mm, sure. Has he shown quality? Maybe once or twice, but I think, like all the other signings, you just, well, you're expecting a bit more. They came with better uh, reputations. And people like Lundstrom, who's been there for a few years now, they got him on a free transfer. He'll be on big money, came with a big reputation. Uh, c- could he prove under the new manager to be you know, a, a first choice every game? He's been Lundstrom, playing him. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then the manager might, well, they offer him a new contract. Mm. He's big bucks. Um, Paul John Lundstrom, one of the highest paid players at the club. So will the manager see it as value for money to offer him a new contract? Will it be a new contract on reduced terms? Or, or John Lynch might think that I can go down the road um, uh, next summer on a free or Rangers might look to, to sell him uh, for some kind of money in January. All, all sorts of different options available. But just in the, the, the here and now, Paul, uh, it's no secret that Rangers need better players in the door. Even if you get a bit of improvement out of two or three of them, which the new manager should be able to do, over the piece, the squad that Michael Beals assemb- or did assemble in the summer is miles off Celtic. Look at the way Celtic have gone under Brendan Rodgers. They're motoring, yeah. absolutely motoring. Rangers are a long way off Celtic at the moment. Still nil-nil Rangers, you'll miss nothing while we're on air. Um, don't want to look too much to the weekend. Well, there's still a game on at the moment, but I'll ask you about a couple of them in a moment or two. Uh, some of the other news today, Scott Brown is in talks with the Icelandic outfit formerly known as Reykjavik, now uh, KR. Mark, could you see him going there? He, I mean, he started so well at Fleetwood, didn't he? But then yeah. they ended the... Well, I do, I do know he's not back a couple of jobs down right. the road already. Yeah. Paul, a couple of English teams have, have been in for him and for different reasons. Um, he said, no, there's now an opportunity to look at going abroad. Icelandic football, say the, the Icelandic national team's been good over the past yeah. decade or so. Yeah. It's some really good results but do you really want to go Icelandic football I'm not so sure Paul, he's been at Aberdeen <laughs> do you know given but that maybe you never know given that Rangers are playing Sparta Prague I mean yep. one of the best things that Scott Brown ever did was offer his uh, hand of consolation and encouragement to Glenn Kamara when he was subjected mm. to that awful racism and when Celtic played Rangers at Parkhead Scott Brown went out of his way to go into the opposition half and just just give him a handshake, give him a hug, give him a, a bit of support. And I thought it was a, a really uh, classy touch. We watched it and we were on air. I was here with Barry and um, Davy Proven at the time and Andy Ewan Crocs commented. Mm. It was, that was a special moment. It I think so. brilliant to see. It really yeah, was. Really good. Quite emotional, it? actually. I think it yeah. just shows you that, um, you know, when you go at it, hammer and tongs with your greatest rival, Celtic Rangers, and that'll never change. But in general, there's a level of respect between the players. You know, you're under the same type of pressures. And um, I just thought it was a lovely moment and uh, good on him for, for going out of his way to do that. That wasn't wasn't stage managed as, as so many things are at clubs these days. Still nil-nil, 49 minutes gone and Rangers under pressure again. They had that chance just at the beginning of the second half as uh, is cleared by Rangers. Let's go back to last night. Celtic fans are wanting to make comment that they want to hear a bit more from Brendan Rodgers about the performance last night. 2-2 against Atletico Madrid. But I will pause for a second. Here's Todd Cantwell 
uh, back, fit, playing. I mean, we saw, we see some good things from him, and that was a good move there, too, wasn't it? Too cheeky yeah. nutmegs. Yeah. I thought he was going to give it away there, but this is where they've struggled to keep the ball, and oh, you thought they were going to get a uh, a chance there with Dessers, but yeah. he just didn't get onto it quick enough, or mm. didn't look lively. Do you know what? I, I was just going to say that it's just like it should have been sharper. Yeah, it should have been more alert. I mean, I know he's not had a lot of the ball, but here's a chance to get the yeah. the first goal. And it was a bit of magic from Cantwell just yeah, as we spoke play, about him. Great play. He's opened up a wee bit, opened the game up, got Rangers on the front foot, that wee bit of swagger that he's got. And uh, I guess as he could have been, I thought he just showed a wee bit more appetite mm, to go and yeah. get the ball. Yeah. I thought the commentary was good there. It's not commentary for... <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible on that and I know that. So we'll just steer clear of that one. Still nil-nil. Brendan Rodgers speaking after the game last night and what, uh, yeah, the confidence that the team have got from, especially the first half uh, when they played. Well, they played so well, didn't they? Here's Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, no, the, the football was great. I think both goals were, were very, very good. The, the players, yeah, they'll, they'll take that confidence and they're just going to get better and better. Uh, at the level so um, like I said you, you come into a game like this you got to believe and you got to learn and it was important for us that we got a result as well as a performance so really really pleased with the performance we get the result because we need to get some points on the board we want all three but if you can't win the game then certainly don't lose it and I didn't think we'd look like losing the game they, they didn't have so many chances in the game if you actually look at it despite the real quality that they have but no I, uh, I can see development for sure What were his takeaways? Certainly it wasn't a warm handshake from, from Simeone well, The confidence to know that they, uh, like I said they can compete we can create opportunities we can play the, the football that we want to play and uh, yeah it was the, the, the team were really pressed the game well and, and passed it well for a lot of the game I think there's a wee bit of tiredness comes in probably last 20 minutes because we're not uh, we're not used to so often playing at that tempo that level of opponents so naturally and there's a wee bit of fatigue kicks in we had to make an early early sub as well we, we rail which was unexpected for us but um, but now I think when I look at the performance the performance is what gives you the confidence at this level and uh, and that was a that was a really big performance that we just couldn't quite get the result uh, or the win for your memory of it then Andy this is uh, one that will live on for some time yeah I think so I mean obviously there's still uh, a few games left yeah. but there's just a, a level of frustration that Celtic could have had more points and uh, you got that feeling uh, last night but I haven't seen Celtic play as well as that for a long time and just in general the, the quality of football from both sides from a lot of individuals on the park I just thought it was top class I really enjoyed it Mark, just a minute to go to the show. What's happening with Rangers? Yeah, a wee bit more in the, in the front footballs out of play there. Uh, Dessers uh, chasing it down. Certainly Sparta are still enjoying a lot of possession, but they've not cut Rangers open um, as often as they did in the first half. So Rangers is playing a wee bit tighter, but sticking to the, the back three formation. And so far, uh, no changes made by Philippe Clement. So, so they're hanging in there, Rangers, but mm, you know they've still got a lot of work to do. And a draw wouldn't be bad at all. Still nil-nil over in the other game. Villa have gone three up. Ollie Watkins scoring in 51 minutes. They are on fire there. Andy, thanks so much. Where are you this weekend? Hey, I'm away with my daughter for right. a bit of uh, downtime. She's home from New York, so Excellent, I'm New York. taking her out for a date. Give her all the very best <laughs> from us. And you, Mark, you'll be... 
Here, there, here, there, there, and everywhere. Aye, I think. Yeah. A few things, a few things sure. on, a few things yeah. on. We'll look out for you tomorrow in the morning. Say hi to Simon and Jim. Yeah, <laughs> they're all going to be there. Listen, thanks so thanks, much. Paul. Yeah, hope it goes Cheers, well for Paul. the rest of the night for Rangers nil nil at the moment. Zoe Kelly is coming up after the news, and here tomorrow night it's going to be Stephen McGinn and Craig Moore. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's go. Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk.